Now, if you're listening to this podcast or, or anything similar, you don't need me to patronize you and tell you you need to do video marketing. Whether or not you know the stat that putting a video on a landing page will increase your conversions by 80% according to Unbounce is irrelevant. You know you need to do it. But what are the types of videos you should be creating? What role does video play at every stage of the buyer's journey? And how should you distribute videos? I talk about that and a whole lot more in this episode of In Bound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast and welcome to episode 91. So last week, Red Pandas co-hosted our second hug for the year. And if you're familiar with the world of HubSpot, you may know HubSpot sponsors what they call these HubSpot user groups, or HUG for short. And these HubSpot user group HUG things are all across the world. Literally every major city you can think of, they have one. Now the whole point of HubSpot user group, and it's actually a very clever you know, marketing tactic by HubSpot, is yeah, sure, there, there should be an element of HubSpot, but really it should be designed um, for anyone interested in marketing or small business, um, that sort of thing. So um, we're, we're lucky enough to be able to, Red Pandas is lucky enough to be able to host um, the Sydney one alongside our friends Ian and Craig from HubShots. Yes, I do a lot with those guys, um, as well as with the brand manager and another company called Oursoft Publishing. Now, last week, I opened with a presentation um, at, at The Hug on video marketing, followed by, and I'm going to butcher this this poor, nice man's last name, Birch, Birchsky, Birchsky, Daniel, Daniel B., um, a sales engineer from HubSpot. If you met him, incredible guy, lovely guy, very talented, intelligent guy. And he gave us a live demo of Service Hub, which was followed by a panel that included Red Panda's own Tasha Dalbianca. I know you're listening, Tasha, so shout out to you. Now, what we actually did was um, we recorded all the sessions, apart from the panel, because panels are hard because you have different people speaking. We recorded all the sessions on video. And you can check out um, the video versions in the show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP91. So if you're even remotely interested in video marketing or Service Hub, definitely check it out. Um, Daniel's video includes a walkthrough of Service Hub as well as some cool customer case studies. So if you've if you haven't heard about Service Hub, by the way, we did a feature episode just two episodes ago, episode 89. And in short, Service Hub is it's a customer delivery platform. So it's not pre-funnel. It's not about lead generation or nurturing or uh, you know getting people to sign up to an ebook or a newsletter. You know, it's not about bringing people into your pipeline. It's about turning your customers, so they're already your customers, into promoters and simplifying a lot of your customer service functions. So it's cool for this to come from a marketing automation like HubSpot because not only can you track your uh, prospects, you can convert them and then also deliver your service. And it does this via a few tools, has a knowledge base, has a ticketing system, has a survey tool bunch of other really, really cool stuff I won't harp on. You can Google it or check it out, episode 89 of Inbound Buzz. And of course, you can check out the demo of um, Service Hub in the show notes for this episode. Now, what I want to talk about was what I didn't get to talk about in my presentation on video marketing. So the presentation was titled Video Marketing Fundamentals and Best Practices, and it covered 
five key fundamentals. And the first one was, I'll just rattle these off. Um, whether you're a team of five or 500, you need to build a culture of video marketing. It's, I mean, it's akin to, we all know we have to blog or write content. It's akin to that now, right? So you, to do that, even if you have a, if you have a team of five or 500, it's not about the cost. It's about the agility. It's about having that inside knowledge and picking up a camera and with some moderate level of professionalism, um, shoot a video. And speaking of, you know, moderate levels of professionalism, the second fundamental was video production is easier and cheaper than you think. And I share my sub $500 video kit which um, honestly, I mean, I need less than that. But if you really want to know all the kit and gear you need, lights, uh, audio, microphones, camera, um, you can check that out as well. The third one was the camera isn't as scary as you think. Everyone gets scared by the barrel of the camera for whatever reason. It's not as scary as you think. The fourth one was the three types of video you need to create now, which I'm going to touch on again later in this episode. And finally, a practical blueprint, including a video title template um, that you can use. You can get started right away, which I'm also sharing in the show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP91. So what I didn't really get to talk about was video at every stage of the buyer's journey. So yes, we build a case for video very quickly. It's not hard. Um, you know, these are some fundamentals. But what about video at every stage of the buyer's journey? Now, if you're a true inbound marketer, you know that we all make decisions um, roughly in sort of three stages, right? There's also there's sub-stages, but roughly three stages. Awareness, consideration, and decision. We're aware of a problem or someone makes us aware about a solution to a problem we didn't know we had, you know, a la the iPhone uh, that first came out. Um, consideration. We start considering alternatives. We haven't yet pinpointed what we want to do to solve this problem, or, or maybe we just want to consider the alternative that's been presented to us or the product that's been presented to us. And then decision, right? So that's what I want to talk about now. So at the awareness stage, if you're looking for awareness, if you have, uh, if you're a new product or service, you need to build a lot of awareness. You're going to focus a lot on these videos. Um, even if you're not, you, even if you're an established business and you have a new product or you want to penetrate a new market or you simply want to, you understand the fact that you need to build some mindshare. You need to have awareness videos. Now, the best way to do that is going to be via educational videos. The goal of these awareness videos um, at the awareness stage is to answer questions and educate buyers who are experiencing problems or opportunities. So let me give you an example. So we've recently signed on a new client in the um, uh, recruitment industry, right? So short of, you know, a video at the awareness stage isn't, you know, why we're, we're such a great recruitment company um, or why you should pick us versus someone else. No, it's, it's not that. For example, you know, and this is a good B2B example, it could be how to engage multi-generational teams, right? So we know our persona. If you're doing inbound marketing correctly, you know who your persona is. It could be a, a HR leader or leader of culture or recruitment. This is the whole point of understanding persona because if you know what their pain points are, you know some of the, I guess, burning topics or questions, you know they'd be interested in something like how do you engage multi-generational teams, teams with Gen Ys and Gen Xs and Millennials and, and this and that and the other. Um, that's something that's going to be educational for you. We're not trying to sell you anything at this point. The only thing branded at this point, I mean, for not even an intro, dare I say, right? Because the moment you say, hey, we're a you know digital marketing company and we're awesome, da, 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 and here is a video on what is marketing automation, 
then I feel you've already sort of turned them off. That's me anyway. Sure, have your logo there and that should be the extent of it. A B2C example would be, should I sell my house in 2018? Here's what to consider. Now, a, a video about how to get the best value for your property, that's different. Now you're talking about someone who's already identified that they need to sell their property. This is, should I sell my house in 2018? Here's some, here are factors to consider. Market rates, interest rates, blah, 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 right? Now the call to action here wouldn't be salesy as you can imagine, it'd be maybe signing up for more content or something a bit more clever um, would be offer a content upgrade. So you take them to a piece of content, offer them an upgrade, like a do you want fries with that for example, um, download this resource or download this guide, just to kind of get them into your funnel. So that's awareness stage. Then you've got consideration stage. At the consideration stage, you're looking at detailed information about industry topics, right? So videos at the consideration stage you should be used to educate the buyer as they consider different solutions to their problems. Common sense, right? It's consideration. Let's educate them about their different solutions. So again, I'm going to use the same industry as an example, the B2B industry, right? Uh, sorry, the B2B example of the recruitment industry. So recruiting in-house versus using an agency, right? Should I recruit in-house or should I use an agency? These are buyers who are now at that consideration phase. They know they have a team. They know either there's a, there's a problem in resourcing or they know they need to hire someone. They're looking at their options, right? Um, now, uh, before, in the first example, the awareness stage, another example I gave was what is marketing automation? So in the consideration stage, it could be what is HubSpot? So what is HubSpot? Someone now knows what HubSpot is, they're familiar. So let's let's use this video to educate them about their considerations um, to, you know, to solve their, their problem. B2C example could be how to sell your home above market in a slump. So I'm keeping the same examples here for ease, but now it's not about, you know, should I sell in 2018? Here are some factors. Now it's how to sell your house above market value in a slump. And you can start talking about, you know, use the traditional websites, go to a real estate. There are a lot of, uh, in, like, there are a lot of, I guess, what do they call them? Disruptors that are popping up now. Should you use those? Educating them on the different options. Um, other examples here, some really good examples, some of them could be used in both B2B and B2C, is um, webinars, right? Educational webinars or on-site live presentations, right? Keep in mind, these prospects are aware of a problem and these videos are going to help them find a solution. Okay, decision. Now, these are my favorite because these are the money makers, right? The money makers. They pay my bills and they pay your bills. These are also my favorite because, quite frankly, brands do not do a great job at these videos. You'd think these are the videos you would start with, yet a lot of brands don't have these. These videos, of course, are all about informing your audience about what makes your product or service unique and differentiating from your competition. Now we're talking about what makes your products or services unique. Now, long-time listeners of the show will know I've spoken about, in my opinion, the three types of videos you must start with, right? If you don't have any video or you're in, a, in what I call a poor state, these are three videos you must have. Just quickly to rattle them off, the first one is the Why Us video. So this is, uh, it's, it's, it's not just an About Us video, I like to call it a Why Us slash a value proposition video. So what sets you apart? Um, you know, what defines your company? You know, what gives your company satisfaction? What, what, almost, dare I say, you know, without sounding too cliche, what's your mission, 
right? So really, what, what do you guys do and who, and who are you? That's your why us video, essentially. Your second video is the process video. So what are the steps one would engage to um, have your services, to procure your services? So for example, um, we're speaking to an outsourced CFO slash management accounting firm and you know they they've they've spoken to us and they've told us about the fact that they um they operate as uh, they're very 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 hands-on they operate an, as an external team and you know it's to me it sounds really really complicated how these guys work so i'm like guys you need our process video you need to show, sort of show companies that even though you're outside of of that you know your companies your clients companies how you work in such an integrated fashion on such a complex topic so that's your process video. And the final one is the case study video, right? All the social proof video. Um, you know who your personas are. You know who your ideal client is. Get someone similar on camera because you need to show other people that, hey, someone like you has taken this path before. So the why us, the process, and the case study videos. These are all decision stage videos. These are the videos that you can throw into your email autoresponders. These are videos your sales reps should be putting in their email signatures or even just sending to prospects. Um, and uh, again, like I said, you know, like, I think brands don't do a great job here. Let's forget about the funky how-tos for a second. I speak a lot about snackable video and some snackable content. Those are all great. But if you haven't done these, this is where if you sat down in front of me and, and told me what you wanted to achieve, I'd say, look, focus on these first. These are videos you can push in your YouTube remarketing, for example, right? So on YouTube, you can remarket to people who have been on your website. Um, so on and so forth. So keep in mind the prospects here, they've identified a solution. And now they have their one, two, three, I guess, you know, maybe they're doing the tab test, right? They're looking at who they need to make a decision with. And this is where you can kind of push them over the line, particularly if your competitors aren't doing a good job of this already. Let's stop chasing what our competitors are doing and let's do something different at the decision stage. Um, I'm just going to rattle off two quick examples here, continuing with the examples I ran before. So with the recruitment B2B example, um, uh, a case study. So, you know, for example, they, uh, our, our client is has done work on a huge um, government project. Um, everyone knows this project. Everyone, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's akin to an airport or whatever. Everyone in the region knows, knows this project. So we should do a video on this project. Um, the B2C example would be, again, in real estate, how real estate company XYZ will sell your home. Um, if you're in e-commerce, right, it could be a, a simply a product video. So you say you sell lampshades about our lampshades, how we make our lampshades, you know, how we um, you know, procure our suppliers and transform that into a product that you know and you will love, essentially. The call to action here is very simple. This is where we're not shy to push someone to make a sale, uh, to, to buy something to for a consultation, a trial, or a demo, for example. So let's. the other thing we I didn't really get a chance to talk about last week was distribution, right? So I spoke about in this video, you can check out, you know, the, the best types of video to do, um, how to get people to talk because none of my clients and none of the clients of my competitors are actors, right? We don't, we're not dealing with actors. We're all dealing with human beings. So I share a couple of hacks. For example, one hack I'll, I'll share with you now is get people to have a conversation. So unfortunately, the, the people with the most technical expertise 
you know, I'm talking about engineers and, and product people sometimes. Um, sometimes, and you know, no, don't don't shoot me. Sometimes they, they tend to be introverted. They tend not to be like salespeople or marketing people, you know, loud people like me who who you have to tell them to shut up. Like they're not like that. So but like anyone, anyone who works in any industry, if you can just get them talking, and the way to often do that is just to have a conversation. Have someone, whether it's just your yourself or someone else, have a series of questions and have a conversation and film that said conversation. That works really well. Um, what I didn't get to talk about too much because of time was distribution, right? Distribution. So what do we actually do with all these videos, these long videos, these short videos? What do we do? Um, I want to share a, a couple of quick examples on how you can start thinking about using these videos, uh, maybe a little bit smarter than you, you may have already. So the idea of Facebook funnel. Now, these aren't new. This this is something that people have been talking about for years. Um, Facebook funnels or funnels that utilize videos are becoming a little bit more topical right now because of the fact that simply cost per clicks on Facebook are skyrocketing. Now, next week, recently I interviewed Massimo from Adespresso. It's a tool I love. It is the best tool for Facebook advertising on earth. An amazing, amazing tool. No, they don't pay me. I wish they did. Um, I interviewed the CEO, uh, Massimo, and we're going to be releasing that interview next week. So definitely check that out. I love Every word that came from that gentleman's mouth. An amazing, amazing chat. But anyway, we, we speak a little bit about that, all right? So short of giving you a really complicated funnel, let me share a very simple one. So promote some content, right? And the beauty is you can split test this. Promote some content. So if you sell, I don't know, say you sell, uh, you know, you're, you're in childcare, right? Rather than pushing them to book a tour or something like that, Push them towards a bit of content. You know, the fact that 83% of a child's brain develops before the age of five. Um, the importance of early childhood at the early stages. You know, maybe it is, it's content like, should I keep my child at home versus send them to childcare? Whatever it is, it's not salesy yet, right? It's not a decision of stage. It could be awareness or consideration. Have a bit of content and promote that bit of content on Facebook. Now, because it's not salesy, uh, and this is something Massimo talks about next week. Because it's not salesy, your cost per click isn't going to be as high. You're not trying to push them to make a sale. You know, Facebook, you have to think about the platform you're on. What what does is that platform trying to do? Sure, they want to make money, but they don't want to do it at the expense of their engagement on their platform, right? Already, Facebook is a very, very, um, you know, the the these these social networks they're very very competitive now so you know recent study came out on facebook only well less than half of um young people you know you're talking about young people high school students young kids um are on facebook now because by virtue once their parents start using it they don't want to use it anymore it's not dead yet that this doesn't that stat doesn't apply for the older audiences like myself um but that that just it is what it is right so there's a lot of competition. So these networks are trying to maximize engagement. Now, back to this funnel. So you may promote a bit of content, right? Promote a bit of content and goes to an article. Awesome, fine. Anyone who clicks on that article, you can upsell them with a content offer, an upgrade. You can have a form there if you want, as long as the page is not too salesy. And then remarket to them. Now, re think of a funnel. It's not just Facebook. You can remarket to them on um, the Google Display Network, right? Now, anyone who clicks on that piece of that article, consumes that piece of content, give them another ad, 
Now, this is a very, very simple funnel. I've got one content ad going to a landing page. Then I've got a remarketing, a Google remarketing campaign that's remarketing to them. That's a bit of a side sort of point there. Um, and then anyone who clicks on that ad should get another video ad, right? Or sorry, another ad. Now this bottom of funnel, this is the final part really. It's very, very simple. This ad here could be 15 seconds and the shorter you keep them on Facebook, the better. A lot of videos these days, they don't even have, um, they don't even have audio anymore. So they have music and they have on-screen sort of text. I'm not talking about subtitles. It's a bit of B-roll, it's on-screen text and you know, music just if they happen to turn it on right? Because over 85% of people on Facebook will listen to videos silently. So serve them with this video ad and then have what is called a Facebook lead form. The beauty of the lead form is it's very, very low friction. You're not asking them to go to a landing page and load that page. You're not asking them to scroll through the, the, the top header and go to the form. Literally, it's a video that pops up that says, hey, you know, do you want to check out why we're different? Or do you want to, uh, and this could be less bottom of funnel if you wanted it to if you want to download a guide on what to look for when you're looking for childcare, or it could be just book a tour whatever it is the form opens up and it's a facebook form it's a form that will pre-populate with your name and your email address uh, your phone number if you allow it to it will pre-populate that so the person just clicks on yep submit now, if you use HubSpot, HubSpot has an integration with Facebook lead forms where it automatically sends that data to HubSpot and now it's in your database. And that's awesome. You don't have to manually find the lead form and forget about it and get really busy. You can automatically um, sync that with HubSpot. Amazing stuff. Very simple funnel. Content ad goes to a landing page. If they, can, if they click on that and they go to that landing page, serve them with a Facebook lead form. Very, very simple not as nearly as complicated as some of the advanced stuff we'll talk about talk about with Massimo next week. Do tune in for that one. Now, YouTube as well. Now, on YouTube, you can do some funky things that I've spoken before about. One is customer intent audiences. So YouTube knows that you're in market to buy a car when you're in market to buy a car. They know you're about to have a baby. They know you're looking to get engaged and get married. They know this stuff because they have pixels on you know, they, they can reach 90% of audiences online, so they know what you're looking for. So you can leverage off that. Now, it doesn't hit every single industry, but you can, if you know about your persona, um, for example, our martial arts client, they don't have the fact, they don't have a customer intent audience called, uh, you know, the, the exact service that our persona is looking for. But they have gyms, for example. They have the, they have the, the audience of looking to buy MMA gear, for example. So we know our persona may be likely interested in that stuff. So we can target that customer intent audience. You can also do things like customer match. Now, it's really annoying, but all these networks, they have the same features. They call them different things. So if you're familiar with um, custom audiences on Facebook, the ability to upload your own database and target, um, YouTube or Google rather calls it customer match. So you can do customer match and run similar audiences on those. Find people similar to the people we uploaded. You can even remarket to video viewers. So if you start, this is another reason why it's a good idea to invest in video marketing and upload all your videos to YouTube because you can remarket to people who watched your videos. So it's not just about remarketing to people who went to your website, you're remarketing to anyone who's consumed your content on YouTube. That's pretty powerful if you start using video the way um, we're recommending to. And then the, the most obvious one for last, of course, don't forget about your website and your landing pages. Start with your most popular pages. Your free Google, Google Analytics tool will tell you what are the most popular pages. 
Short of that, your service and product pages, your actual service and product pages where you sell, where you're promoting what you do to take people's money, put it on those pages. And then the bottom of funnel pages, right? Um, pricing pages, case study pages, um, you know, process pages, whatever. It's a great place to start. So hopefully that is useful for you. Now, of course, if you want to check out um, the rest of this video, marketing fundamentals, best practice video that I've essentially doing a bit of an extension of today, don't forget you can check that out at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP91. I'll also share Daniel's video on Service Hub and any other relevant links as well. So that's it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll join you again next week for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.